Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. AHOP TV empowers believers with spirit-inspired messages and strategic equipping that accelerates your spiritual growth. You can subscribe to stream weekly content from Awakening House of Prayer, conferences, and other exclusive content to stir your hunger and encourage your heart. Visit us online at ahop.tv. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader, the Awakening House of Prayer, the epicenter for Holy Spirit, church life equipping, family in South Florida, founder of the Ignite Network of Apostolic and Prophetic People, and of course, author of our devotional Mornings with the Holy Spirit, listening daily to the still, small voice of God. And today's devotion titled, Don't Let Conviction Steal Your Joy. My, 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 my. <laughs> Don't let the conviction steal your joy. Here's what I heard the Lord say. I give life. I give liberty. And I'm just in my convictions of sin, unrighteousness, and injustice. My convictions work to bring life, liberty, and justice to your soul. So when I convict you, says the Spirit of grace, don't let your conviction steal your joy. Let it. Don't let it press you down. Don't let it make you feel as if I am against you. Realize that I have come to shine a light on those things that hinder our relationship because I love you. Get in agreement with me, says God. Turn away from those things I show you and the blood of Jesus will cleanse you from all sin, unrighteousness, and injustice. Amen, amen, amen. John 16, verses 7 through 15. Romans 8 verses 1 and 2, and 1 John 1, verse 9 are the scripture references for today. And the prayer starter, thank you for your grace and mercy. There is no one like you. You are kind to me, even when I'm not kind to myself. Will you help me to be as quick to forgive myself as you are to forgive me when I fail to walk in your word? And of course, his answer is yes, because he is a long-suffering God. He is a God who is meek. In all his power, in all his glory, in all his creative instinct, he is meek. He is not a proud, haughty God demanding our service, demanding our worship, but he is a good, good father. And he humbled himself, Jesus did, to the point of death, even the death of the cross. He came and found himself in the form of man and chose to be a servant to all. (laughs) Father, help us today to come to an understanding of you as a meek God. Not a God ready to kill us, not a God ready to uh, hit us over the head with a, a mallet, not a God who is constantly disappointed and looking for a reason to suspend our love or suspend our gifts or suspend our financial wealth. God, help us, Lord, to see you as you are. Help us, Lord, to see you, to understand your character. 
Help us, Lord, to dive deep into understanding who you are. You are worthy of our praise. You are worthy of our honor because of who you are. Not because even of what you've done, although that is praiseworthy as well. What you've done, what you're doing, what you're going to do, all of these things are worthy of praise. But God, let us boil it down. Let us get back to the heart of worship because it's all about you. As the song says, it's all about you. Lord, help us to separate your who from your do. What you do for us, God, we can't live without it. We need what you do for us. You saved us. We could not even enter into this place of praise had you not saved us. We appreciate what you do, what you're doing, what you're going to do. Those things are vital to our existence because you breathe the breath of life into our hearts. You wake us up every morning. You heal our bodies. You reconcile relationships. You provide for our needs. We love what you do. God, but help us to drill down deeper. Help us to get to the essence of who you are so that we can love you more because we do. We love you for what you do. But what if you didn't do that thing? What if you didn't do what we wanted you to do? Would we still love you with the same passion, with the same fervor, with the same intensity? God, help us to drill down our faith beyond the do phase and into the who phase, who you are. Because of who you are, we give you glory. Because of who you are, we give you praise. Not because of whatever action you perform or whatever prayer you answer, whatever blessing you bestow upon us. We love that, God. We don't want that to stop. We need that. We enjoy that. But Lord, we want to enjoy you as a person. You as the creator of the universe. You as the one who loves our soul. We want to drill down to the depths of who you are. Deep cries unto deep. God, would you help us today to go deeper in you. To understand who you really are. To understand to study your emotions like David did. To understand you to the point that we know what grieves you. And so we don't want to do those things that grieve you. But deeper, 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 I just feel a call to go into the depths of God. <laughs> and there's no no uh, misunderstanding as to why this week we've not seen as many people on this broadcast because I've been praying for the deep things. I've been praying to go deeper, the self-sacrificial stuff, the die-to-self stuff. Nope. <laughs> Fewer people want to pray those prayers. But I'd rather pray with a thousand that want to go deeper than a million that just want the bless me only Christianity father help us to go deeper to understand who you are your emotions what grieves you not just okay uh, this sin grieves you know to be so sensitive to, to understand you with such accuracy that we would understand even the little tiniest things that grieve you we know people that well Come on, think about it. If you're married, you pro if you've been married for any length of time, you probably know what really grieves your spouse just by the lifting of their eyebrow or just by the way that they breathe. You know that something happened. You know that something went wrong. You know that you've done something or someone else has done something to cause a schism. I want us to know God that much in that way, at that depth. Father, help us to go deeper. Help us to get beyond the religiosity of the age, the religiosity of the church, the religiosity of even the world who creates its own systems of worship, like whatever feels good, do it, like new age mentalities, like universalistic <laughs> gospels where there is no hell and we all get saved, even the devil's going to get saved in the end, bogus rubbish help us Lord to know you intimately 
Help us, Lord, to know you experientially. Help us, Lord, to know you because you want to be known. And you're not hiding who you are from us. You've explained who you are in your word. And we can start there, God. Give us a hunger for real theology, not the theology to build a good message to preach, not the theology to build a good case to justify our sin, not the theology that just makes us sound intelligent. But what is theology in essence? It's the study of God. It's the study of God. Moses, he knew the ways of God and he was the meekest man on the earth. He knew the way. God, we want to know your ways so we can jump on board with you. So we can move the way that you move because that's where freedom is. True joy is in knowing who God is for real, knowing who he really is. Father, help us to get to that place. Help us to do the work on our side, to spend the time with you, to search your scriptures, to see how you dealt with David, to see how you dealt with Moses, to see how you dealt with Abraham, your faithfulness. Yes, there was conviction of sin. Yes, there was these issues that had to be dealt with in their lives, but they were no different than us. You deal with things in our lives as well. That's part of your goodness and it's part of your grace. Help us to see even your discipline as a, the part of the package of your love and to receive it. Huh. Help us, Lord, to stop being so selfish and self-centered, but to be God-centered because religion has done us no favors. Lord, we want that relationship with you. We don't want to be the kinds of Christians that go to church on Christmas and Easter only. We don't want to be the kind of Christians that go and punch a card, a membership card, so that just in case we have a problem one day, pastor will counsel us. Just in case we have a demon one day, they'll cast it out. Just in case we fall a little short on our rent, the church will give us money. That is not our motive for going to church. And if it be that way, God convict our hearts because that is the wrong reason the reason that we want to congregate is to rejoice in you corporately to testify to your goodness corporately to pray corporately to worship corporately to learn and grow together corporately as your family God help us to get back to the apostolic Christianity the book of Acts Christianity it's about family it's about growing and learning of Christ together it's about seeking to do his will as a company of believers of like precious faith God help us to get back to the foundations of your gospel the foundations of discipleship the foundations of your church your ecclesia a gathering together of the sent ones a governing body of believers God help us to get back to that which you created us for to know you and to make it make you known we thank you Lord that we can return today to our first love despite the religious spirits that have seeped into the church to try to focus our attention on something else but your glory something else but your love these religious spirits that steal our joy with rules and regulations and laws and and, and, and performance oriented uh, church systems where we can never ever ever live up to what pastor wants us to, to do it's never good enough it's never good enough it's never good enough come on who let the dogs out who let the dogs out who let the religious spirits out? Who let, who loosed the religious spirits in the church? You know, I remember that song and I actually went to listen to it. I don't know when you grew up, but there was a song that was popular when I was growing up. Who let the dogs out? Who, 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 who? And I'm thinking somebody has let the religious dogs, the religious spirits out in the church. And if you look at symbolism of dogs in the realm of dreams or in the realm of the Bible, it's almost never good. Paul warned about the dogs. And if you're a dog lover, no offense. It has nothing to do with a real dog. But dogs are a symbol many times of backbiting, of, of betrayal, 
of wagging tongues, gossiping. Dogs symbolize many negative things in the Bible. And so I ask you today, who let the dogs out? Who let the dogs out? Who let the religious spirits out in your church? Who let the religious spirits out in your city, in your town, in your mind? Where are all these religious concepts of God coming from? Who let the dogs out? And I will say to you that the devil let the dogs out because they're the devil's dogs. They come to steal. They come to kill. They come to destroy. So many churches don't have evangelism programs at all anymore. You know why? That religious spirit. That's why. The joy killers. It's all religion. We can't worship this long because we got a program and bless God. We've got a, we've got everything timed out to the minute. So our worship is going to be 15 minutes and 37 seconds. And then we're going to do two minutes and 15 seconds of announcements. And we're going to preach for 20 minutes and 15 seconds. Ah, who let the dogs out? Who let the dogs out to bite and devour our faith? God, help us, Lord, to return to the simplicity of the gospel. Whoa! Help us, Lord, to get back to the roots of our faith. Help us, Lord, to see you as you really are. Who let the dogs out? Who allowed these religious spirits in our church? Is it us? Is it the intercessors? How did this leaven get into our faith? A little leaven leavens the whole lump. Religious spirit is an anti-Christ spirit, an anti-anointing spirit. You know why so many churches don't have any anointing? There's no nothing. No, there's no life. There's no... <laughs> I'm going to get myself in trouble here. Ain't nobody getting saved. Ain't nobody getting healed. Ain't nobody getting a prophecy. Ain't nobody getting a zap from the Holy Ghost. Ain't nobody getting delivered. Ain't nobody free. Why? Because religious, that religious spirit, that religious dog, it's an anti-anointing, anti-Christ spirit. The religious Pharisees, were they not anti-Christ? Come on. Father, help us to repent of our religious thinking that has been sowed into our hearts by whatever religious system that we submitted ourselves to when we didn't know better. Because we were just hungry for you. We stumbled into a church. We thought, oh, they're so nice. <laughs> yeah, they're nice until they bite you. We didn't know they were gossiping about us. We didn't know they were cursing us. We didn't know, we didn't know, we didn't know. God, help us, Lord, to land in the right, with the right congregation and the right people. You ever notice religious people have no joy? They look sour. They look sour and they got no power. Help us, Lord, if we have taken on this mindset. God, we repent. There was a man who, we had a testimony service on Sunday. It was impromptu, didn't plan to do it, but we went into a place in worship where there was just, there was nothing else to do but just testify to the glory of God. And this one man came, and I'd never seen him before, and honestly, I didn't know what he might say. You never know when you give somebody the mic in your church what they might say. And all these people we did know were coming to testify. And this man, I did not know who he was. I did not know if he was going to rebuke the church or what, but I felt it was okay, but you just never know. And he got up there and he was, listen to me, he was an ex-Muslim from Iran, spoke with a very thick accent. You can go watch this on my Instagram page, at the Jennifer LeClaire. And he got up there and he said, I don't know what you're going through. And he gave testimony for five, six, seven minutes. And he said, I served Allah for 30 years and he did nothing for me. And he said, well, ever since I've been serving Jesus, he said, 15 minutes, anything I ask for, he does it for me because he's faithful. <laughs> 
That religious spirit holds us into false ideologies, false theologies, false this, false that, false that. When we get set free and we see Christ for who he really is, we're so grateful. This man was so grateful. He was so grateful. His life had changed. He was free of religion. And he said, I've got a scripture for you. He said, I love this place. He said, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And he said, there's liberty here. He felt the presence of God. Religious quote unquote churches you can't feel God it's like yeah God may have visited at some point in time but I don't know if he's been here in a while and of course we know he's there where anybody's gathered together but you can't feel his presence father help us Lord and I'm not trying to listen I just heard somebody criticizing out there in the spirit I'm not trying to get anybody to leave their church or to be critical of their church I'm trying to get you to be passionate about Jesus and if your church is not giving you what you need, then you need to do that on your own. If there's nowhere else you can go to church in your city where you can find a place where there is freedom, if you're just living in a town where there ain't no, where every church is, you know what? Then you have to seek it out on your own. God, help us to seek you for who you really are. Help us to see you for who you really are because you are worthy. You are holy. We don't want to live in a subpar experience of who you are. We don't want to live below our spiritual means. We don't want to walk in a religiosity that causes us to reject your love or not to fully embrace our calling. Help us, Lord. Lord, we just need to go right back to this place we started in a minute, for a minute. Father, if we have religious concepts that we've believed, if we've believed a lie about who you are, if religion has painted a picture of you in our heart that is inaccurate, God, if we have uh, allowed the leaven of the Pharisees to be sown in our hearts, in our souls, God, we're asking you to uproot it now in Jesus' name. Lord, if we have come into the clutches of religious control, religious performance-oriented Christianity, religious rules and regulations, that cause us to be less than joyful, less than peaceful, that cause us to walk around in angst, wondering if we're good enough for God, if we've done enough today, if we've come under that religious condemnation, if we've, if we've allowed ourselves to be tricked and fooled by these dogs. Lord, help us to see the light. Help us to see the truth. Lord, your word says the Holy Spirit leads us and guides us into all truth, not some truth. Not just the truth about other people. Oh, we like that. Oh, I see what's wrong with her. Uh-huh. You see the truth. Sometimes Sometimes we see the truth about everybody but ourselves. And so I can even be praying along these lines. You can say, yeah, who let the dogs out? Put them back in the cage. Get rid of those demons. But you're actually walking yourself under a religious canopy. Because you can't see it because we don't know what we don't know. And we can't see what we can't see. So, Father, we open our hearts today. And we ask you, Lord, to deliver us from the spirit of religion, whether it has attacked us, whether we're walking in it. Either way, God, deliver us from this evil. Deliver us from these dogs. I see that, Lord. Some of you, you've just come under attack from the outside. Maybe not even in your church. Maybe you're in your, in your workplace. You know, people who are not saved can be religious. If you look up the definition, it's telling. Some of you have come under attack by dogs, by people with a religious spirit, a religious attitude, and you're, 
It's like in the book of Acts when Paul said, they came to spy out our liberty in Christ. Some of you are so free. Some of you are so happy. Some of you are so full of joy. And these dogs have come to attack you, to try to ding your peace, ding your calm. These religious dogs have come out to attack you. They've spied out your liberty and they think it's not godly because you're just a little too loud in church or you're just a little too happy. You're just a little too joyful. You're just a little too generous. Oh, sure. Oh, she's just sowing to get pastor's favor. <laughs> well, I would hate to think that. What if she's just sowing because God told her to sow? Father, help us, Lord. Deliver us from the attacks of the religious spirit and the religious system. Deliver us, Lord, from the backbiting, the betrayals of religion. <laughs> religion betrayed Jesus. <laughs> religion betrayed Jesus. Don't you think it would like to betray you? I'm talking about a system. I'm talking about a mindset. I'm talking about a spirit. Who let the dogs out? Yeah. Who let the dogs out? I hope that song sticks in your head all day. I hope it sticks in your head all day. I hope that song sticks in your head for days until you get rid, until the Lord rids you of every religious mindset from the inside and every religious attack coming at you from the outside. I hope God reminds you of this song. Yeah, well, that's a secular song. And what's wrong with it? It's just one phrase. Who let the dogs out? Who let the dogs out? So that you'll remember. Because religion is deadly. Relationship brings life. Father, help us today to step into a deeper place with you. A deeper place with you. A deeper place with you. Where we will shun every inkling of religion. And that we will embrace relationship with you at higher and higher levels because we need it, God. We want to know as we began praying at the beginning of this call. We want to know you for who you are. Come on. Don't you feel that way? Don't you feel that way with other people? How would you like it if people just knew you for what you could do, but they never really knew your heart? People recognized you and wanted to be your friend and wanted to get close to you because of what you could do for them. Instead of who you really are, it's offensive. But that's part of that religious mindset. I'm going to study and I'm going to fast because if I do, then God's going to do this for me. No, that's not the motive. You want to study and you want to fast so you can renew your mind and put down your flesh so that you can hear his voice better. And yes, he will do things for you. That's not our motive. Lord, help us get the religiosity out of our motivations. Help us, Lord, to grab hold of purity of heart, that concept where it's not about what you can do for us. It's about who you are to us. You are everything, God. You are our everything. We give you praise. We honor you. We, we magnify you. We adore you and exalt you for who you are. And we're grateful for what you do. But it's about who you are, God, because you are kind. As the song says, you are the kindest one I know gracious and your anger slow I love the way you think I love the way you move help us Lord to press in for, to the reality of who you are and embrace that because you've embraced who we, you love us for <laughs> you love us for who we are not what we can do for you let's flip it you love us because of who we are not because of what we can do for you 
You expect us to do the works of Christ, but you love us even if we never do. We don't have to perform. It's not a circus. Father, we thank you today for helping us to break through this, especially at this time of the year. Help us to break through completely of every wrong mindset we have about you, who you are, what you did, what you've done, what you're going to do, why you do it. Help us, Lord, to grab hold at new levels, deeper levels, because it's this revelation that's going to sustain us in the hard times, and we all walk through trials. It's this revelation that's going to sustain us, God. We need this revelation. We give you praise. We honor your most holy name. There's no one like you. We're so grateful. 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 We're so grateful, God. Give us the grace to press in and press through for your glory so we can bring somebody else up and say, you know what? You don't have to perform for God. You know what? You don't have to sit in a dead, dumb church just because your grandma and your mama and your daddy and your brothers and sisters went there or go there. You don't have to stay in that system that's dead. Help us, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. God is good. You know, sometimes whole entire weeks of this broadcast take on this kind of flow or some kind of flow. And this week, it's just been that pressing in for deeper realities of who he is and who we are and that intimacy. And I know that many people don't like these prayers. They want to hear me prophesy about blessings and breakthroughs. You know, if that's all I ever did, I'd have to stand before God and repent on judgment day because I wouldn't be following the leading of his spirit. God wants to prophesy to you about your blessings and your vindication. And, uh, you know, he wants to encourage you individually, but he also wants you to know him more. God is good. God is good. Hallelujah. I've encouraged myself in the Lord today. <laughs> Amen. God is good. Listen, I've got a couple of announcements. If you want to sow, I want to invite you to do that. I want you to go to the YouTube channel. Actually, I'll have that on my website maybe tomorrow, so I'll wait for that. We just put out a video that shows all the... Uh, missions giving and the, the vision for our, our giving strategy for Jennifer LeClaire Ministries. You need a giving strategy for your life. You know, there's uh, giving strategies that we've developed for our ministries and personally because money that's not accounted for is easily wasted. So I learned a long time ago that you want to give some, save some, and spend some. Obviously, you got to spend some. You want to give some, save some, and spend some. And when you do that, you need a giving strategy. It shouldn't be willy-nilly. So we've just put out our giving strategy for 2019. It's on my YouTube channel. If you've not become a subscriber there, you can at Jennifer LeClaire. I'm sorry, youtube.com slash Jennifer LeClaire. But we sew back out. We sew back out a portion of what we get in. And we want to invite you to be partners with the ministry if you feel led. We want to... Uh, ask you to sow a seed from time to time as you feel led. If you can't be a partner, don't want to be a partner. Because without you, we can't do what we do. And we're literally touching nations. I want to give you uh, an opportunity to sow today. You can sow a seed or you can become a partner at jenniferleclair.org slash give. Hallelujah. jenniferleclair.org slash give. Cash app, Jennifer Leclair. PayPal, paypal.me slash Jennifer Leclair. 754-701-2161, text the word PRAY. Uh, P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. Father, I thank you for the opportunity to sow into your kingdom, to these good works you're doing around the world through various ministries. 
and that you've put it on our hearts to help these other ministries do what we could never do on our own. God, I thank you. I thank you for all the donors and the givers in the name of Jesus. I give you praise and honor and glory that you'll multiply the seed in Jesus' name. Multiply the seed back to the giver in the name of Jesus. I lift up all of my Awakening Blaze intercessory prayer leaders, the intercessors, all of the Awakening House of Prayers rising up around the world. I give you uh, praise and honor and glory, God, for the Ignite Network members and all the churches that are aligned with me, all my staff, my volunteers, all my partners, God. We ask you, Lord, bless them indeed. Enlarge their territory. Let your hand be upon them and keep them from evil. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.